Sweat Equity Podcast and streaming show, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. Pragmatic entrepreneurial vice with real raw dog talk. I'm your host, Law Smith. Sitting to my right, your left is Eric Redinger. Redinger. You don't have the sound? Okay. What? What I, sound? I thought you were going to do a sound for yourself. All right. Oh, uh, okay. That's for me. 2020's best small, medium, enterprise business advisory podcast in the United States from Lux Global Excellence Awards, proudly hosted by Lux Life Magazine. You can find us on... Recently nominated for another award, by the way. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we're probably going to win that because we're real raw dog talk here. No lube and stuff. This ain't LinkedIn saccharine sweet content. This is your real raw dog (laughs) business dog. (laughs) iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Spotify. If you want to give us five stars, subscribe, rate, review. Give us a, write something mean. I don't even care. Uh, this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Try ExpressVPN.com forward slash sweat. That's try ExpressVPN.com forward slash sweat. Like Key Sweat. Like Montez Sweat. Get you three, sweat. Like get you three months off of free, three months free off an annual plan. What's ExpressVPN you say? Virtual private network. Don't be tracked by big data. They're trying to screw you, man. They're out for you. They're tracking you everywhere. About no lube. You think incognito works on Chrome? <laughs> I don't think so. Try ExpressVPN. You know what dot, you looked at. Dot com forward slash sweat gets three months free off an annual plan. You want to watch shows in other countries? You you can do it. If you want to watch something in Finland, by all means, go do it with TryExpressVPN.com forward slash sweat. Get you three months free off an annual plan. Let's get this party started with three-day rules. Talia Goldman. Howdy, Tony! Sweat equity. Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my sweat equity. I'd, I'd like our approximately 5,000 listeners, viewers to know that uh, you you scheduled you not being on video ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> that is a wise move. Like, that is something we, I've never heard any any lady friend of mine do. Really? Well, if you said it was a must, then I would have prepared. No. Was, oh, let's well, start over. <laughs> yeah, just get we'll ready. We'll dry that hair. Just we'll make we'll put this into a makeup tutorial. It'll get more views. <laughs> Did you know there? You know there's chicks. You know there's chicks doing makeup tutorials on uh, like TikTok. Oh, uh-huh. wait, hold on, there's a new wrinkle. Hold on, and YouTube. Everybody wait for it. Oh, they're doing it over female stand-up acts. Uh huh. So okay. like so like Taylor Tomlinson is has her stand-up, and they they take the audio from that. And then they're doing her act while they're doing makeup tutorials. Okay. And getting more views than Taylor. Well. Than the person that's. Giving a little bit more entertainment. God, the lip sync nation. I, I can't get over it. Sorry. Talia, <laughs> do we lose you? <laughs> oh, I'm fascinated. Well, isn't that crazy? Have you experienced in that? All right. So three day rule. Is that. That's where we send everybody. We're, we're doing the pot. We're in the show. Okay. So three, yeah, three, three day rule, you have to spell it out T H R E E D A Y R U L E. Yeah. And, uh, and the reason you have to spell it out is because I didn't pay the GoDaddy subscription mm, on number no. three. It's okay. Uh, you should have hired me a long time ago. <laughs> you didn't know I did this nerd stuff. So the reason I know 
Talia, from uh, way back in L.A. When, when this was a, I think, your first or second year doing it, maybe? Yes. So I met you so early on. Yeah. So, like, what? We talking, like, 08, 09, something like that? Okay. Yeah, probably 2010. 2010. Uh, yeah. Oh, I remember now. All right. So you used to do these, these uh, parties once a month, these events. This is for Bachelor. It was a singles event. Key parties. The key parties, right. <laughs> um, so three-day rule. If you want to explain what three-day rule is real quick so I don't have to bum- bumble over it and be like... Three-day rule, it's, we're a national personalized matchmaking company. So it's just like a friend is setting you up. It's not online dating. We don't have public profiles, but you meet with the matchmaker. We get to know you and what you're looking for, and then we set you up on great dates. You're oh not, yeah, uh, Eric's do me. Excited. Well, do me now. Don't get so excited because I'm looking down the cities list. It's it, 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 always a tertiary city when it comes to these kind of things, these cool things. Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, Orange County, uh, New York, Philadelphia, San Diego, DC. San that's the closest one. I'll drive to DC. <laughs> San Francisco, Scottsdale, Silicon Valley, Washington DC. Why do you hate the Southeast? Why do you hate me? No, we don't. You, you're welcome to sign up. You just have to date someone in one of our cities. Why do you hate the Southeast? What do we do to you? We're in Tampa. <laughs> it's a, we just won the Stanley Cup. We're doing great. We just won the fucking Super Bowl. Huh? I, we didn't. We, we were just in the World Series. Those are all sports things, unrelated. I know. <laughs> we'll be there soon. We're growing as fast as we can. Okay. When you get into it, just even in, you dip your toes in Florida, you, got, you have to let us know. Yeah, because Miami is a lot different than Fort Lauderdale, and a lot of people want to want to smunch them together. And that smunch them, smunch them. I made it up. Uh, I know. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, they, but South Florida is its own deal. Where Orlando is definitely not Tampa, so don't clump it together. And Jacksonville, God help you, that is Georgia. So, mm. uh, gross. Yeah, I just got all, I just got all like bad girl about it. Mm. Um, all right, so we met. Uh, used to do these events. Um, where you would for three day rule windows first starting. I remember your first one of your first employees was a UF grad. That's all I could remember, right? Oh Val, yes, yeah Val, right. Val. Okay, and uh, they needed a bachelor of the month. Guess who they uh, got? They're really grasping at straws. Wow, it was a real startup, huh? <laughs> uh, it was a real startup, a real like who do you know who's not a total creep, right? In LA, uh, and I think I forget which we got f- on the map. Well, yeah, I, I'd like to say I was a, a bachelor founder for the, oh, for yeah? the program. Well, for you the, did good. Yeah. Married and divorced already. Congrats. Yeah, see? I could have used their uh, their service uh, well before. And I was moving away. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was almost like a total sham. It was like, hey, I'm moving away in like two months. I'm moving back to Tampa. But Get I, this going. I will gladly be the bachelor for y'all. Uh-huh. How? So tell me about that beginnings where you're digging so low, you had to have me as, as your mascot for a month. Well, first of all, you're a total catch. So Boom. I'm so proud that we had you as a bachelor. I'm, but, I'm getting blushed. You can't see, but I'm I know why you're on. Yeah. <laughs> so we started the event. I was a television producer. I worked at E! Entertainment. I think we might have met through Carrie Ainsworth. We did. Carrie Ainsworth going to her birthday party, 40th birthday party. I mean, 30th birthday party in, right. in Key West at the end of the month. Yeah. I love it. So, I and by the way, time out. She's done every true Hollywood story on E. She's been involved in almost every one of them. Wow, she sounds like a devious person. 
No, she's just doing her job, bro. Oh, she's not directly involved with those stories and happenings. She produced. Them. No, she didn't. She wasn't Nightcrawler ah, making it happen. Okay. She's not Jake Gyllenhaal. She okay. was. <laughs> she right. well, she just made the stories, but okay. she. I think she was involved in like almost every one of those, and I, I, that's so crazy. When I met a friend, I'm like, I've watched every one of those. And you she know? knows AJ. What's his face? Uh, Benza. Yeah. Maybe, probably. Okay. I think that, that's cool. how you and I met. Was I, she was showing me around E one day? I want to say, uh, and we went to watch uh, Joel McHale on the Soup, and uh, I want to say we met that day, or maybe I'm I'm conflating memories. Yeah, it probably was right. So when I was at E, I was trying to match everyone. I just loved it. It was something fun that I did where I would try to match my coworkers and my friends, and I realized I had this weird talent for setting people up. And that's why I started to host the event, so I could bring people together. And they started small. I, I, you might have been at the first one. It was at South. We had 20 people. And then the next one was at Bar Lubitsch, and then the Viceroy. And within a few months, we had 600 people coming to the event. What's the ratio, and guy to girl? I got to know that. Mm. Do you remember? We made it 50-50. Oh, we that's right. No, 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 no. That's very smart. Because if you go on any of the dating apps, like, because I'm a dork, I'll go read it, uh, into them. And it's like, there's like eight guys for every one girl on Bumble. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. everything's a sausage yeah. fest. So you guys made it 50-50. We made it 50-50. And we just had hundreds of people coming. And we realized that there was something missing in the market. The apps weren't around yet. It was pre-apps. It was just sort of Match and eHarmony and the Millionaire Matchmaker, but nothing in between. And so I ended up leaving my job in TV and starting the matchmaking company. Yeah. Now, how many how many successful? I'm looking on the site, just kind of perusing. Uh, how many successful? How many weddings have we had out of out of y'all's system? At least hundreds. It's so what? hard to track years out. I I thought see I, you gave such a pause. I thought it was going to be so low that I was going to have to get you out of that. <laughs> I know of like five or six hundreds, H- hundreds. That's insane. Yeah, that, that's uh, wow. I didn't know it was that high. It, well, we've been doing this for ten years, and, and we're nationwide. But it is their business. Partially, we'd say partially nationwide here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. You're right. <laughs> that's fair. Partially what? nationwide. Look, the South, Florida, Florida, Florida should be all about this next round after you've been divorced. That's, yeah. that's oh, your market. That's a good six-day rule because you got kids involved. It's going to take. Okay, a on that note, what does the three-day rule mean? It's from the movie Swingers. Yeah. It's this old rule that guys used to wait three days to call a baby, girl. Baby, don't. Baby, tougher. baby, you can't call her right away. You can't call her, baby. You can't do it. I got you. Can't, you. Yeah. Vince Vaughn doing a lot of babies. No, lots of babies in that exactly. movie. And remember the, mo- men and the baby. remember the That's most painful scene in any movie next to like Saving Private Ryan at the beach in Normandy is Favreau on the phone leaving the voicemail. Uh-huh. Leaving, yeah. Or an answering machine before voicemail. Yeah. It's right up there. It's like Schindler's List. Any, like, it is one of the most, uh, it makes me cringe thinking about it. I'm sweating. Yeah. You know, it's just. <laughs> Opening scene of Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. It's like. That is one of the most brutal monologue, like, just, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> he goes all the way in a circle, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, well, so hundreds, hundreds of weddings, that's insane. That's, what is, what's the secret to the sauce? I'm sure, I'm not, I don't want to give you the lobbed questions you get on shows like The Talk, where you've been on there. 
or uh, other Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Other big uh, talk Bust shows. That out of the top. Yeah. Say that. Is my girl Lonnie Love on I there? Feel like still? I feel like I got to change my persona. Yeah. What? What? Well, this will be the game. The game within the game is we're going to help Eric get his profile set. Oh up. yeah, yeah. Let's do how, me. how can we get him kind of set up for his, yes. his best foot forward? But I want to. I still want to talk about the entrepreneurial journey first. So right. let's table that. So 2010. Uh, you're really grasping at straws. You need a bachelor. I'm it. And I was like, hey, I'm not really great at small talk, so this is going to be pretty bad for them. Because <laughs> I get so bored of small talk, I'll be like, what, what, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> like Things like that. But what's probably that mean, not, big picture? Probably, yeah, but I, I understood like immediately what y'all were doing. You guys were in the territory where, if I'm, if I'm guessing the positioning y'all were going for, uh, match and uh, plenty of fish, and a few of those other ones were were pretty big at the time, right? Right. And so y'all's position was like, "Hey, how about we actually have a human catering touch, like what a friend would do for you?" Concierge. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So there were people that were on the apps that they were having trouble, and so we basically would it would be outsourcing their love life they would come to us tell us what they were looking for we'd find them what they were looking for interview them and just put them on the date cuz the people that we end up working with are busy professionals and the average online dater spends 12 hours a week online so it's people who don't want to online date or really don't have the time to do it yeah i hear that all right so so you were like the vip layer above all the dating apps right right no i mean that's in a in a parallel way, because you guys, I wouldn't say y'all are in the the dating app world. You might get bucketed there, but yours is different. It's a concierge, like you're saying. It's a it's a it's a, a valet of sort. It Tailor is, made, right? It's that friend that is trying to help you. So you do have humans behind the scenes trying to actually figure this out, right? Right, in the, exactly. In the also, interpret. You know, so often clients come to us and they say, this is what I'm looking for. We're like, okay, that's not what you mean. This is actually what you mean. Ooh. And we'll find them something different. Or like what we find a lot of times is when you're swiping, you're sort of swiping on what's familiar. You're swiping on the same type of person over and over. But actually, you could just be swiping right past your soulmate. I've, sw- I've swiped right on a lot of trans guys, honestly. If we're, if, and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, sorry, I didn't mean. My bad. You guys are getting good because <laughs> you guys are spending all your you guys money look on more the, ladies the like redos. ladies. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, How, sorry. Which one of these packages lets me go back and undo that shit? Uh, by, uh, by the way, I tried this joke on stage. Not a fan. No one's really a fan. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I can see everyone's that. Everyone's like, <laughs> um, but uh, for y'all, it, it is like there there's a fatigue with it, right? That y'all probably I bet people are coming back to y'all uh, because of yeah. that. They're so exhausted by the apps. It like really feels like a job and it's you swipe on someone, you get all excited and you meet them in person. They like nothing like their pictures or you're into Trump and they're not into Trump. Like there's <laughs> so much work where we'll just take care of everything ahead of time. And then your job is to see if there's chemistry. Is y'all's advice for female profiles. I don't know if it's set up this way, but uh, I, me and my, uh, you may have, you may know our friend of the program, Beth Miller through Carrie. Uh, yeah. We, we text each other bad dating profiles all the time. Um, she was just on the show like a couple months ago. Uh, we're going over it and it's like, uh, my favorite's the one that's like, if, if you're Trump, 
swipe uh, swipe left. Oh yeah, they have all their if if, if this swipe whatever. Oh, yeah, and then the laundry list of the way men have hurt you before we get sure. to speak is like, yeah. who's walking into that? But then no one. But well, they don't probably realize, guys that didn't well, see it coming. Well, they don't realize guys don't read the, the profile. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Every guy does not read. <laughs> Did any you write of that. something? On that, Jack? <laughs> oh, I didn't see this wall of of uh, arms folded. I basically. saw titties. Yeah. All, yeah, all I saw was carefully uh, crafted photography. Right. Where I didn't Next know. Next to a monolith, so that you look small. <laughs> yeah. If if you're not if you're not for this, swipe left. If you're not for this, swipe left. No. No abusers, no liars, no, like, you're like, Jesus Christ, who hurt you? I'm so <laughs> no sorry. No abusers, yeah. It's so true. I know. We always advise no, like, do not list. It, it, you just project negativity. Who's going to want to go on a date with you? It is the red flag of all red flags on the guy side. Now, on the, on the girls looking at the guy side, uh, I'd say too thirsty, is too eager is always bad in a, in a, in a counterintuitive way. So if you're too, like, you are so amazing and you're, you're radiant. Like, a good compliment, I, f- I feel like, okay. But, like, I've seen the ones that get sent to Beth and it's, like, way over the top. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you want to take a shot on us kind of thing? And it's like, oh, my God, this is written from a Chinese <laughs> fortune cookie. What are you doing? What do you, so what do you say to coach up the guys? Because guys are just like, oh, oh. Match me yeah. with someone. Touch put, it, I want to put. It. It, I need to put it in a hole. Something. Yeah. I know. Well, guy. I mean, they're every other guy photo is. In, they're holding, holding a, fish? a fish. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good job, dude. Yeah. How big of a fish you caught? It's not a thing. We don't care. I wanted to do one where I do like the anti. Uh, all those anti. So I'm holding a tiny fish. <laughs> That would be girthy, but tiny. Yeah, fat, fat and wide, but yeah, but very small, like a puffer, like a skull can. (laughs) Yeah, or a skull can, either way. But I'm saying, just like uh, me next to hunting, and it's just a stuffed, stuffed animal bunny instead of a tiger, like family dog, another tiny family dog. Yeah, yeah. Anything with a puppy, guys think that that used to be the good, the good way to do it. Sure, but it's got to be your dog. If they find out it's not your dog, got to be your dog. Yeah, yeah. But also they post, they want to show that they're warm and nurturing. They post a photo with someone else's child. That's confusing. Okay. I, I've gotten an argument about this with a bunch of comics. I do not, I purposely do not post myself with my kids. Now, yeah. now uh, I don't like it because I found out guys do this to market themselves as a sweet guy. Now, I figure if the girl wants to ask me questions, this has become my list, litmus test back to see if they're curious enough, you know, to ask the basic questions. What do you do? Do you have kids? Those kind of things. I yeah. find that, uh, I, I've got an argument with comics. They say that's me tricking them to thinking I don't have kids. And I go, well, no, it's me. It became this thing of like, I don't want to market my kids, even though they're adorable. They should be. I could leverage them real well. They could play anything. Half Asian, man, really plays. Uh, yeah, Puerto Rican kid. Yeah, the cutest button. Kids look poor again. Yeah, when yeah, women, an Asian kid, when old women stop us it. in the street and they're like, "Oh my God, your kids are beautiful." Yeah. I'm like, okay, Egyptian you're kid, scared. Boom, boom, exactly. All of them. Uh, they were like, they thought I was being like almost, um, uh, almost entrapment. Disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big matzo ball to leave off the table, right? I mean, what do you, what, what say you? I think you should put that you have kids, either written or. In a photo, you don't have to show their faces, 
that is fine if they're your children. I think some guys have photos with other children, like they're the that's, uncle. That's, that's weird. Music. That's <laughs> women do that too. When they don't have kids, they'll put pictures of kids within there, and you're like, it, "What guys?" Like, "Oh yeah." And they say they're a, a fur mom, and I, I don't read the fur because I'll read the profiles. Talk about their dog, <laughs> their cat. Yeah, I'm a I'm a progressive male. I read the profiles, and so um, re- really, I just read except them. the trans ones. I, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just swipe right when you feel good. Okay. <laughs> you know, when it feels right, but. Uh, but I'm saying like, I'll go down. So reading is a tiebreaker. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Um, but I'm saying that the fur mom, I'm like, if I don't read, if I don't slow down to read it, cause you get in this, this quick finger mode, fingering my phone mode. Like it's, I won't read it. I'll be like, Oh mom, I don't know. That's a lot. I, I'm, it's a lot. It's a lot to go full house situation already, you know? Maybe I yeah. maybe I dug myself a hole. Let's get back to your. I think your, you should your brand. let people know you have kids. Uh, just my opinion. I agree. And Talia's no, yes, she agrees. And if you don't want to post a photo of them, just write it no, in the profile. Here's the spiel. Here's the spiel I give all of them. I heard Neil Brennan talk about this on a podcast. Smartest move I've ever heard in the dating app game. You do a FaceTime with them before you meet with them. Uh, yeah. And then here's where I go. I go. I give a laundry list. I I do the wall thing that the chicks do in the profile, but I do it in a funny way. I'll go, uh, hey, I've got, I've got two kids. They're three and four. I got them 50% of the time. All good there. Nothing, no X craziness you're going to have to deal with. Uh, I, I work during the day like crazy as like an executive, marketing executive. I do stand up at night. I do this podcast. So a lot of times. You're lucky to even get a text no, no, back from I go, me, Look, all right? But never been arrested. Never, uh, don't, I don't have a drug problem. Never punched a girl. Never hit a girl. Uh, no STDs ever, and uh, vasectomy. Boom. That is a high bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a rarefied air. I like it. Well, that works. They're not yours. Isn't a do not list, which is why it works. You're just. I'm sadly giving the rarefied air I'm in by by most of those on that list. The STD mm. and the the vasectomy are kind of a joke at the end. Because um, you do have an STD. I've never had one. <laughs> No. Never been tested though, so who knows? So you could have all of them. <laughs> Put that on there. Ignorant could be a world record holder STD guy. So I want to know about taking your brand, uh, and this is an idea, and this is kind of what this show's about: is really people who are listening and going, "I want to do my own thing," and I, it's it's uh, vulnerable and it's scary, and it's you have a you have a consistent day job at E, and you take that plunge, right? How do you know when was the right time to do it? When you go, this is an idea. I know I'm made for this. How do you know yourself well enough to go, I, I know I can do this. I know it's going to be risky at first. And by the way, you're not just, one, you're not just the owner, but I, I believe you found love through your own system, correct? Yeah, I did matchmake myself. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, someone did his research. Matchmaking yourself is... So you just had you just had first dibs on every guy that came through. Now it's also like, what do you I know? Had, I imagine you're not in it. In the wild, I saw. I walked into a party and I saw my husband across the way, and I turned to Shot the guy. Shot him with a tranquilizer me. dart. Basically, right in the neck. Like bring him over here right now. And my friend brought him over, and I introduced myself, and basically orchestrated the whole thing. So you are a master delegator. I'm finding out, right? Because huh. you had you had an employee bring him to me, right? You had an employee like before you were really even up off the ground. Uh, the one I met with Val, and then 
You're sending. You can send your friends. Am to I go your fuck. employee now? Holy shit! <laughs> to send your uh, no no to send your uh, what's it called? You send a friend out to get him for you. It's very yeah. interesting. I'm put. I'm putting some psychology together. I'm a big fan of being proactive, and okay. I think that it's helpful for women to do that. And then you can go back to being traditional and let the guy take over if you want, but just get what you want, basically, in business and in love. Well, that was definitely one thing when I heard about you doing this and was I'm emotionally involved with the brand from afar. Crying about it all the time. But I brag about it to Eric like once a month. That was Bachelor of the Month in like September (laughs) of 2020, 2010 or whatever. Uh, But it was one of those things where uh, I I love the entrepreneurial kind of uh, story and I love hearing friends do their own thing. And I hadn't yet done my own thing, really, except for like a couple stand-up tours we booked. And so I was always interested in what, how you were doing it. One thing that came in my mind was like, I hope she's able to like find someone because that's like an old story of like the cobbler's children has no shoes. You know, you can do everything for everybody else, but you can't do it for yourself. So it's good to know that you're able to, you know, take your own advice. Yes, I took my advice and 10 years ago. I mean, we've been married over 10 years. Wait, I'm doing this math here. You really got to work quick. Yeah. I was not messing around. Uh, But going back to the question before about how did I know when to quit my job, Mm -hmm. first I needed to find out if people would pay me. So while I was working at E, I took a handful of clients at night. I would go to a bar club and I'd find a guy and say, I, I can see you're trying to pick up those girls. Why don't you pay me and I'll help you. I can Whoa. do a better job. I love it. That's awesome. I love that. And so my first client, I remember he said, well, how much do you charge? And I hadn't even thought about it. So I said, meet me at Starbucks tomorrow. Bring me $250 cash. She's a hooker. He and met me. I had and he did it. Val was an attorney, so she drafted an agreement and he signed it. He was my first client. And then the next client I said, Bring me five hundred dollars in cash. And every client I just kept increasing it to see how much people would pay me. Wow. And so yeah, uh that that's you're like how a, a, horny lo- a are love you? drug yeah, a love <laughs> drug dealer, basically. <laughs> Do you do you just go to lawyers' bars and you're like, hey, I'll make this happen. It's one billable hour for you. Come yeah. on. Exactly. How much is it worth to you? So now we our pricing starts at 6000 Whoa. Nice. Let's do me for free, though. <laughs> we'll do Eric's assessment. I, 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 As an example well, actually, for the I listeners... You know, how it goes. So, so all right. So, you start there. Anyone can sign up for free. Just oh. FYI, you don't have to be a paying client. You can sign up to be in the free database and be matched with our client. Okay. I want the $6,000 treatment, though. Okay. <laughs> this is $6,000 worth of exposure. <laughs> this is the in-kind. Um, yeah, I heard him before. <laughs> well, ExpressVPN thinks so. No. Uh, I'm saying for... All right. So, you, you do that guerrilla-style kind of making the marketplace essentially, right? Uh, how many until you're like, wow, I need to, I, now I'm to the point, when, when does the cup almost fill to the brim of doing this so much on the side that it's, you're like, I have to, I, when, when can you make enough to go do it on your own, I guess? Once I realized that 
there was the demand that more and more people wanted to hire me, then I ended up quitting my job and doing it full time. And what happened was some of the clients that I matched successfully came to me and said, you changed my life. I love what you do. I want to be a matchmaker. And so my first hires were my clients that I matched successfully and they became matchmakers. All guys. All dudes, right? All women. So I took female Wait, women were hiring you? I didn't realize that could happen. Women hired us and actually today, 60% of our clients are women. Really? I was just going, I was wow. just thinking the ones that wanted to work for you because most, I was making the joke because most women are so much better at relationship kind of, uh, psychology. It's, I'm setting us up for a real, a real joke here on the other side of that. But I'm saying like oh. women are about relationships, right? So it's like, you, you see a bunch of guys talking, you listen to a bunch of guys talking. It's mostly about, uh, it's mostly about non-relationship topics. Whereas when I go have brunch, you just want to stay in the cup, dude. I mean, when I talk about when I go brunching with gals and have my gal time, it's if it's not about relationships of the girls at the table, it's about disappointed. It's about the ones that are in Us Weekly or something that is is something we can all they can all kind of gravitate towards to talk talk about. This this my friend is the magic of having two older sisters and just having to sit there and listen. Magic, yeah, Uh, or punishment. Either way, whatever you want to call it, but. That's interesting. So you you almost have like a fight club kind of uh, magnetism towards what you're doing. I guess so. I mean, it works. And what typically happens is we'll set up a couple, and then the woman will tell 10 friends, and the men will tell zero or maybe one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's real word of mouth through all the women, and they kept hearing about us and wanting to hire us to find them great guys. Okay, that makes sense. Ain't no dudes be like, hey. You want to come uh, dilute the pool right. and, uh, you know, bring another dick into this uh, Which honestly, I, rodeo? Would, I would say would go both ways a lot of times, but I think women know immediately what they don't want when they meet a guy, right? Is that Yeah, women kind of- are, in general, a little bit harder to match, actually, because they come to us with a list of 75 things they're looking for. <laughs> and men usually... Number like, one, a vagina. <laughs> Just be nice to and me you know, sometimes. You figure out the rest. Yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> exactly. How, how about, like, my list would be pretty long post-divorce. It'd be like, can you not wake me up? Because uh, uh, you had a dream about me being go. mean to you in, a, in some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. It was your dream. You made me up. I don't know. Don't fight me. But did you kind of did it, though. I, I don't. You planted that you seed never had at that some when point. You were married? It is your fault. You never had that when you were married? You get woken up. Uh, I just had a dream you were cheating on me. And you're like, I, what? I, hello? <laughs> like, nah. am I awake? <laughs> nah. Is this real life? No. Is this a dream? Am I in Inception? No. I um, sleep a lot. But now you're listening longer. No, it, uh, it's more determined. I'd say more deterministic. Like, no, I, know, I don't like that adjective. Uh, I, no, I know exactly kind of what I, I want and don't. That's fine. Yeah. Determined sounds aggressive. D- d- I, I, God, I was in uh, marketing brain. I was thinking digital marketing, deterministic and not, you know, on stats. I'm thinking like... Unstoppable. No, like I know, I know what... Can't take no for an answer. There, there's needs that you know their needs. There's wants that you know their wants. And then the rest is kind of like, you know, that's, you can't, yeah. and you're not going to get everything too. Right. Um, but it's one of those things where going through it, you're like, well, what do I look for in other 
another partner. Could be a guy. I don't know. Um, I wish. I wish it was a guy. God, I wish. God. I wish you I w- and me, dude. We could kill it. I know, dude. I'm going to Key West on a gaycation solo. I'm so. going to. <laughs> I'm going. Um, so, so you get I you get to the point where you're getting success, and it's let's say what probably a year or two after you started, right? Yes, exactly. Tell us about. I, I want to hear some of the like. Not fa- it doesn't have to be failures necessarily, but. Again, this shows for people that want to do their own thing and kind of any advice you can you can throw, in, throw into your story of doing this. Because I think a lot of people think, like I still get people hitting me up with app ideas, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you sit on that for a Is week. Is it in the app store? Yeah. <laughs> Does it exist? Oh, there's nine of them. Yeah. And you were <sighs> already, you were in a market that existed. Uh, it, it's, it was already kind of saturated then. You didn't even know how saturated it was going to get in one, right. one direction, you know, uh, and then, but you also didn't know the market could expand like it did. I'm sure. Um, where now it's kind of ubiquitous. Like if you're single, not on a dating app or any of the dating sites, kind of like, what are you doing a little bit? Uh, I would say what, what's that thing as you were growing that you wish you knew now, like mm-hmm. as you're yeah. growing your business, your brand. I mean, one huge thing we learned was that we were the ones that thought something was missing in the market. So actually we were the experts, but what happened, we went through a tech incubator program and we met all these advisors and they said, it's nice that you're doing this matchmaking company, but the market is saturated. You should stop doing dating and pick something else. Wow. And we really respected their opinion and they were entrepreneurs and advisors. And so that's what we did. We actually shut three day rule down and we launched a new company that was really on trend at the time. It's, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but it basically set strangers up um, together over dinners. And that company that we launched did pretty well. We were selling out every night, but we realized we weren't passionate about it. And so we ended up shutting that down and relaunching Three Day Rule. Oh, and in retrospect, we should have just followed our passion the huh. whole time. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, that's tough. It's tough. I, I would say that that's like a theme of like, we've heard some of these kind of similar stories where people, they didn't listen to their gut and it's really tough to know when to, because when you get advice from people that are already successful and giving you that advice, it's tough to know if it's your gut or your ego. Or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But Talia, got, you, you got the benefit of being able to come back, erase right. that mistake, and still flourish. That's, you know, that doesn't happen for everybody. I know. We blew a whole lot of money in the other company. We learned a lot of lessons. But then from then on out, we decided we're the experts. And we kept going with three-day rule. And then we went on Shark Tank. Uh, Val, I was backstage super pregnant. I didn't end up going out there at the last minute. I thought I might have a kid on national TV. (laughs) Oh, you want to get an app launched, dude. That's what you do. What people don't get is it's actually 10 hours in front of them, I think, right? Or something crazy. Or like, it's a long, they they vet you. They really vet you on stage, right? Yes. You spent over an hour with them. Oh, Oh, wow. I mean, even an hour. The camera being grilled. That's a long time, dude. So we did we did that and we actually didn't get investment from the sharks, but the night it aired, ten thousand people signed up. And so that really helped us, you know, get up and running. And then a year later we got investment from Match. And that helped us scale across the country. 
Nice. Yeah. Well, almost. And they, and so they let you. I come. know. I have to stop saying that. You're right. <laughs> Partially across. Give me a date. Yeah. <laughs> so so they but in in match I take it's letting you kind of do your own your own thing. They go here's here's this high end sliver that you guys are the experts. Uh, is that what I'm reading into that investment? It was really just an investment. So okay. we partnered with them for about a year and, and then we sort of went back out on our own. So another lesson just going like, we, we, we know what we're doing. So let me ask you this, the, between the, uh, the shutdown uh, rebuild and then the investment and then deinvestment, uh, did you, do you deal with like kind of this imposter syndrome of thinking like you don't know you're the expert, but now you kind of probably, you got enough, we say knowledge times experience is wisdom. Do you feel like you have that wisdom now? I do now, but it's taken me so long and there are still cases where I, I have imposter syndrome, but now we've been doing this long enough where I do acknowledge we're the experts. When we went to match to approach them about investment, we had only taken about 40 clients. So it was we were pretty new. That's kind of crazy. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, I, go ahead. They, I think they could tell how passionate we were about it. And we had some really interesting um, theories around like, facial recognition and things that I think they were interested in. And that's why they ended up investing. Oh. So there's some value adds in there that, that, were, that came with the whole, the whole package. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So we raised a seed round. We raised a strategic round for Match. And then we raised a VC round, and we were acquired, not by match, by another company in, in 2019. Okay. But you know what's, what's great? And the reason we got friend matched back together is I'm listening to Rogan's podcast on Spotify, and he's, he's doing a read, and he's like, three-day rules. Uh, Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah oh, that's awesome. Her story. Uh, on air uh, no shit, for an I ad, know. and I was okay. like, "Oh, I haven't talked. We haven't talked in a minute, and that's why her and I started talking uh, to have you come back, have you come on the program for the first time." Uh, I want to be respectful for your time because I know you're. You said you're on vacation, but real quick, the three day rule is that real? Is that to no. do that real quick? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Got it. Is there a different increment of time instead of day? I would say it might be a 24 hour rule. Yeah. So three, eight hours. Three, three, eight hours. Yep. Got mm-hmm. it. Yep. Well, I mean that, that, that three day rule, I don't know. The three day rule is still pretty powerful. It's like when you, they say, when you say no to things, more, more opportunity comes your way a lot of the time. Okay. So whatever you say, Talia, you I don't know, know. That doesn't it's matter. I, no, I'm just saying. What do you know? It, when that three day rule was in the zeitgeist, it was oh, before man, cell phones. It was before this impulsive kind of 24-7 nature. Now, maybe that does make sense to have it three times eight-hour rule. You're welcome. Yeah. For doing that, man. See, I dovetailed it right back into you. Thanks. Do you have any... Do you have any uh, we have two more questions, and then we'll let you go. You're on vacation, and, and so... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so she was... Do, that's... She's making time to do our uh, our our show, which is um, not quite Shark Tank viewers, but uh, Rogan or or, or, <laughs> or mentioned on Rogan or any of that. Um, the yes. two questions: one, Eric, how do you, Eric wants some uh, 
if you're setting him up on the site, he's your, he's your um, dummy, dummy account. What happens? He signs up as a yeah. free, free, free account. And then exactly. what, 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 what happens from there? Three day rule.com. He signs up. It'll take two minutes and then you'll likely be assigned a matchmaker and the matchmaker will reach out to you and set up a time to get to know you and we'll ask questions about you and what you're looking for in a match. And then if we do have a female client that's a match for you, we'll set you up for free and then you give us feedback after. And then if Eric doesn't live in that city, but he says he kind of goes to LA every now and again, cause he's a pilot, let's say that doesn't, that doesn't count. Right. right. Or does Is it bad count? to lie about being a pilot? <laughs> yes. Okay. How do you vet us? How do you vet creeps? Trailblazer. We do a lot of Google searches, social media searches, LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> this show will pop up and, uh, that, that'll ixnay that. Of incriminating shit on there. <laughs> no, but it's worth signing up. You never know. Maybe one of our clients is, Traveling, and the, and, and the mat and the matchmaker. I'm sure we go lead with your best foot. You're on the number one comedy business podcast in the oh, world. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. say that. And you don't have to say That's the part where you bio. say there's no other ones out there. That's why we're number no, one. No, we don't say that part. We don't have to say that. Um, all right, and then, and then next question, last question is, uh, uh, what advice would you give your 13 year old self? We ask everybody that comes on for the first time that question and uh we love hearing kind of the myriad of different answers we get what advice would you give your 13 year old self you can get in a uh bill and ted telephone booth i'm I'm, 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 I'm vamping because i think i can't tell it's all audio so i can't tell i'm also vamping okay but i think she gets it okay i don't know i'd probably just say to be super confident in any the choices that I made and to keep asking everybody about their love lives because ultimately it'll lead to something. I like it. It's very sweet. I uh, appreciate you coming on. You can get back to your family vacay. Although Thanks. family vacay, we might've just saved I you. Feel like this is a vacay <laughs> from the vacay. Cause you realize vacations aren't that fun when you have kids. Yeah. She's been in the garage for like three hours. I thought that thing ended <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Two hours ago. I uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, hope to have you back on in Bigger Better Things. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was so good to see you. And you are a total catch. Don't tell yourself anything. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to just yeah, cut that clip here. and play it for myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See ya. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks.